Two chicks in the day. Two chicks in the day. Hey, I'm fucking with that Jeff. Two chicks in a day. Two chicks in a day. Say you wanna ride and get in. I heard you talking about it, so tune in. I know you wanna know what's happening. You need to post up and tap in. We like to talk, so join in. Don't wanna talk, just listen in. We turn it up, we going in. Two chicks and a dick on the weekend. Come on over if you wanna have a good time. I'ma play your mama, now's the time to cross the line. Show me what's inside that soul, don't let you feel mine. Come on, let's let our mind and bodies intertwine. Two chicks and a Two chicks in a dick. 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 Welcome to Two Chicks in a Dick podcast, where a group of dope individuals come together to have unfiltered conversations about any and everything. I'm your girl, Miss Wells, aka Oprah Diddy. And you guys can follow me on Instagram at It's Just Miss Wells. And I'm your girl, Rachel J, your socialite. Of course, you can follow me on Instagram at Rachel J, the socialite. Enter all the underscores. And of course, Facebook is Rachel A. Jones. Um, you know, I love my underscores. And as always, <laughs> we have a guest. Um, we have a dick this week, and I'm going to allow that gentleman to introduce himself um, and let the people know who we will have on the show. Do you like to go ahead? Sure. Great. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Mark Cephas. Good evening, everyone. I'm retired military of 20 years of active duty service. I'm currently right now, um, I'm employed with Fort Stewart Army Base, where I'm a cybersecurity manager. You can follow me on Instagram at Mark A. Cephas at Instagram.com. And you can follow me on Facebook at Mark Cephas at Facebook.com. Well, we appreciate you. We thank you for joining the podcast. My, thank you. Thank my you. father is retired military of actually 26 years um, awesome. from the Marines. Awesome. Um, so I'm a military kid. Too. Okay. <laughs> uh, what branch of the military, Mark? Um, I served 20 years in the United States Navy. Okay. Okay. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Yes. Thank, thank, you. thank you for your service. Thank you. Thank you. So, as always, people, you know, we have a topic. We're going to pick a topic out the topic jar, and we're just going to have unfiltered conversations. Um, I tell you, every week, we are no doctors, no lawyers, no um, therapists. I will let you know if we do have one. So anything that we're saying is coming from our own experience, our stories, and our opinions. So you can either rock with us or you don't. Um, this week, I'm going to give credit to Oprah Diddy. This was something she pulled out the topic jar. So I have the topic of why do men feel like they are the catch that is what the topic has come up to be um why do why do men feel like they are the ones that are the catch and we're just gonna roll from there you know how we do it it can go many different routes but that's where we're starting Okay. Oh, Mark, welcome to the show. I <laughs> yeah, know you probably I wasn't prepared. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this 
somewhere on social media and I was like, you know what? I think this is a great thing for me to talk about, to talk about on the show. And then I had a couple of interactions this week and I was like, you know, I think it would be good for us to unpack this and just kind of figure out what's going on. So I think as, as always, we try to define at least some portion or part of what we're talking about. And I think here it's like the catch part. Like, what do we mean when we say, why is the man the catch? Um, do you want to give a definition, uh, Oprah Diddy? Because a credit, I'm going to get credit what credit is due. You brought this to the topic jar. So do you want to give a a Webster Dictionary <laughs> definition or what you were, what you think the catch means? So I don't have access to Webster at the moment, but I'll give you the OG. I'll look it up while you are, I'll look it up while you are giving your definition. Okay, perfect. So the OD definition of a catch is like you're the prize in the situationship, the relationship, the I guess in this in this instance it's gonna be situationship slash relationship. Like um you just you check all the marks, you X, Y, and Z, like you're you're the one that should be pursued. You're the one that is like the shining star. I don't know how else to really define it. Like, <laughs> I mean, you that's would, correct. You according, you according, according to mm. the dictionary, I mean, it's it's not. We it's not rocket science. We know what catch means. That means right. that you have captured, seized. Well, of course, this is what the definition is said: to capture, seize, take, or hold onto. Um, yes. You're the catch. Oh, you're the prize. Okay. You're the okay, like as the sentence was as the example in the dictionary. Of course, they use a female instead of a man, but it says <laughs> a really attractive girl who all the guys want to go after. Um, so that's right. the catch. So what okay. man will actually think that unless that he's a narcissist? Oh, I'm glad you said that, Mark. so deep. I am so glad like... you said that. <laughs> right uh, for centuries, for centuries. Uh, men, we're naturally hunters. So we go and we go after, we pursue, that's the word I want to use, uh, what we want. Uh, for, for centuries, we've always wooed and pursued the young lady who we wanted. We had to sweep them off their feet. So I, I really don't see, unless, like I said, that young man is a narcissist, for him to consider he's the catch. So, okay, Rachel J, you go. I had a gentleman, and I, I'm really glad Mark said that. I had a gentleman that I was dating, and clearly it was for a short period of time, that um, he felt like he was the prize. Actually, him, him and my cousin got into a debate. Now she, it, My cousin is a female. She was just explaining to her, to him, like, you know, she's married. And she's like, I'm the prize, you know. I mean, that's how I was raised. She said, I, you know, I don't carry it where you have to, you know, bow down to me. But I'm the one that you go after. I mean, I'm the one that you wanted. You the one pursue. And he told her, he was like, I'm the prize too. So I want someone to go after me. And so at that moment, I looked at him because we have never, him and I had never had that conversation. So I never felt that he wanted the same affection or attention or the chase as if 
as if you know he was doing for me and he really felt that way he was like i'm the prize i don't see why that anyone why is a woman on a higher pedestal than a guy why is she just a catch and so after that then i realized that he had issues with females yeah issues with his mom and he he felt like no one was no woman deserved any higher anything than everybody should be equal you know or the man should it so it, it i had someone that felt like they were the catch like you should be you should be proud that I decided to talk to you instead of me deciding, you know? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and me, as far as the catch, I was raised in a household where, you know, my parents, my, my parents, my mother, my father have always taught. I'm the only girl. And so you are the prized possession. You know, you have someone that treats you with respect. You let them pursue you, you know, um, the old traditional way, you know, you don't, you don't give so much. You don't. You let the guy give you or pursue you, and you go in. And then once he starts showing interest, y'all, you go from there. Um, you know he courts you. Um, but of course, as time went on and as I got older, you know you do have to both give something. You can't just right. expect someone to be like just chasing after you. Uh, but I was raised in that type of household. My parents are older, as many know. So. I was the prize. I was the catch. I was the one that if he wants you, he's going to pursue you. Right. Um, I totally agree. I totally agree with you. Um, Like I said in the beginning, men, we're naturally, we're hunters. And so, and I, I wouldn't say our job, but it's more just like our characteristics, our lifestyle, how we are. We see a young lady. I mean, look at some of the stuff. And I was talking to a couple of friends of mine. I'm glad we're talking about this topic. I was just having a conversation a couple of days ago when we were younger. And, you know, we we all like 19, 20. And so I was stationed in Norfolk, Virginia. So I got Hampton University around me, Norfolk State around me. And I also got uh, William and Mary. So all these co- and ODU. Old Dominion University. So the all these colleges are around me. So all of us around the same age, 18, 19, 20, 21, right? So we having like all these little get-togethers, all these parties or whatever. And we talked about the things that as men we used to do to try to prepare to get ready. We would get up, we washed our car, we got a haircut, we had to go shopping, we had to get new shoes. You're not spending about five, six hundred dollars. For one night, for about three, four hours. Yeah, and yeah. we did this on the regular. So, mm-hmm. and I got, why am I washing my car? And it's gonna be a night when they see it anyway. Right. You gonna see my car? <laughs> so you not detailed the car. You not went and got a haircut. You not spent twenty dollars. You not went and brought new clothes. You not bought, yeah. You not yeah. brought new. Sh- you not did all this stuff to somebody you don't even know. You don't even know if you're gonna meet anybody. You don't know. So, and then when you do get together. If you're lucky enough, she didn't come to you. You had to go to her. Exactly. You introduce yourself. And you not and remember, in a, in a military time, I don't know if you guys know, it's kind of like how Atlanta is. Atlanta, they say the ratio is like eight to one in Atlanta, right? So in a military town, you have like 20 to one, I feel like. It's more men than it is women. And a mm. lot of times, the women has been like through... I don't want to say through the cycle, but they not dated a couple of guys before they mm-hmm. got to you. Mm-hmm. You, you mm-hmm. see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So 
by this time, you get this, you got to show this young lady you ain't like the other one because she's going to tell you her experiences that she not had in the past. So now, if you interested enough, you got to sit down, listen, and go through that, and you got to show her I'm not like them. Look, I'm this. Now you're going out your way. Mind you've already spent all this money, and now you're going to spend more money because you got to take her out. You got to take her out. And I'm sorry, back then. You you talking about when I say back then I'm talking about 1993, mm-hmm. 94. It was something when a young man took you out and it actually you actually went on a real date. I'm not just talking about going out to eat. You actually did stuff like you went to Fox Theater, you went to uh Spirit of Norfolk, which is kind of like a cruise ship. You know, you did that. You had dinner on the ship. They did a show. You did stuff like that. You went to plays. You went to mm-hmm. concerts. You actually went on a date. Put put golf. It's more than just, oh, we're going to get something to eat and come back. It was more than that, you know? So you're going to spend the extra money. And some guys look for something at the end. Some didn't. Some were looking for more of, okay, I want to start some. There's an interest. I want to start a relationship. There's an interest here. You know what I mean? So um, we talked about the, the amount of hours and the money that we spent. And this was every weekend every weekend do you know how much money that was spent and i keep saying that because to me it's ridiculous like you could have i could have wore but because we had like certain clubs i think it was like three or four like uh broadway just to name a few like broadway uh uptown you you had uh sugar hill you had to be dressed a certain way yes yes so you couldn't go like broadway was on a, a thursday night Upscale was on a Friday, even though they're in two different locations, you couldn't wear the same thing because you had the same crowd. You see what I mean? You couldn't do that. Yes, some people did it. Yes, some people did it. So, you know, you can't do that. So, yeah, as crazy as that sound is true. But like I said, the men have always been the one to pursue the ladies. I, I, I'm 47 years old. I've yet to see where a young lady pursued me. And like, hey, can I get your number? Can I get to know you? Blah, blah, blah. I've yet to see that. Not saying it don't happen. Just I've yet to see, And I've been around the world eight times. I've yet to see that happen. Have you, one of you guys, have you, one of you pursued a young man? Uh, yeah, I trick a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about that before. Um, it's not often. It's got to be like a special... It's only been like once that I've seen someone that I was like, man, I really like you. And I was bold enough to be like, I really like you. I'm interested in you. And I think it was more of we were both kind of bashful and beating around the bush. And Yeah. So somebody had to say it. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's never been like, I've stalked the guy out dates before I mean I'm someone that thinks that it's totally okay for some time for a woman to also take a man out and to show him where he's valuable and to make him feel special I think it's important to kind of reciprocate that um but I, understand. I, haven't, I, agree. I haven't never been like will you go out on the like I don't think I ever asked somebody like 
like in the initial stage from like first interaction like let's go out on a date and I'm paying and I put it all together it's normally like later on down in the interaction right that right. it's me planning it but only once that I think I probably reached out and been like I'm interested in you and then let them take it from there well I can share my experience if you guys don't mind what I personally like I like it when a young lady I'm with she plan a evening or a weekend getaway for us because that means she's got to put it together she's putting detail she, that means mentally she's already seen us already doing this activity or already on the beach or wherever the destination is she's seen it already she's looked into it's more than just are we going to uh pick something Miami Florida and we're going to be in a hotel and we'll figure out something she's already got stuff detail what we're doing while we there and to me that's such a turn on because she put mm. effort into what she wanted for us for us to spend quality time together does that make sense it does, it does. So Rachel J I cannot hear you I know you just text me and ask me but I don't want to mess up our recording but Mark, yes. Um, I it does make a whole lot of sense. Um, it definitely makes a whole lot of sense of what you're saying. Can you hear me now? We yes, can I can. Okay, I am back. <laughs> I have said back. I have been saying so much over here, and I'm like, you ain't hear me? <laughs> For real? Jesus. We ain't heard a word. Oh, I wanted you. I I wanted to go back really quickly because um, I wanted to put something on ice and come back to it um, about the how you all like gentlemen were used to spend so much money. It was the detail and just to you know to get to go out and impress a young lady. You don't know what you're gonna receive at the end of the night, but it was the thought that you know, hey, I gotta have my best you know, my best foot forward because I'm going out because I want to pursue this. Maybe it was a particular young lady or maybe it wasn't, but it was so much about like, I know what I'm going out for. I'm not just going out to stand around and hang out with my guys. I'm actually going out because I want to talk or date or see somebody out. So that is a big thing. And that doesn't happen anymore. And that's why I feel like a lot of guys do. I ain't gonna say a lot. Let me not say that. Some, uh, it depends on the generation or where you're from or whatever, how you was raised. But I some do want that chase because they don't come out to impress the women anymore. You know, they are mm-hmm. out in circle impressing or looking at each other. You know, it's, and they're right. not they're not talking to us. And, and then you <laughs> ask, like, do have we ever or have I ever? I'm a very aggressive person. I'm very approachable. I will approach you. But I do find I, I I tread lightly depending on the situation because I don't want to be one of those people if you know, oh my gosh, she just she overbearing. She just she goes for what she wants. Let me ask her. So I try for the most part, if it's a, a gentleman that I'm interested in, I try to give little hints, but I want him to take the initiative to be like, yo, I'm digging you. What's the next steps? Right. Um so that that is that that means a lot. But um, you had also said that it was a young lady that planned something for you, like, and you thought that was really really nice. I like doing things like that, but also I don't be wanting to seem like, oh my god, 
she just is too much. She's thirsty. She just needs to be around mm-hmm. me. But my love language is like if we're pursuing each other, we dating each other. I feel like, yes, I can plan something for us to go. You don't always have to say, hey, let's go to dinner. I'm just trying to show you that I'm interested in this and I'm interested in you. So I was right. saying all of that why y'all couldn't hear me. Well, I, I'm, a, I'm a gonna agree with you um, on everything you said. But one thing I can honestly say um, that the men that I've been around in these past 35 years just dealing with military we we all very specific we very precise like if you could tell me exactly what you want we can go from there Mm -hmm. if you can tell me exactly what you want to do we can go from there and then there's no no uh, miscommunication or anything so um i like that that you're very upfront direct and i think if a lot of people be that way especially with their feelings you know, a lot of stuff wouldn't go on. But I do want to comment on something, if you don't mind something you said. So you said guys don't, I mean, well, guys don't do this anymore. Things are not like this anymore. I think because the influx of social media, and I'm going to tell you why, um, Facebook was created to stay in contact with friends and family, colleagues from abroad. Mm-hmm. You know, so while you're away, that's what Facebook was made for. So, and I'm just using Facebook for an example. I can also use it as Instagram mm-hmm. or just the World Wide Web altogether. When the World Wide Web was created, um, you know, so you can get in contact and you can see, you look up stuff. But of course, as time grew on, you got other things going on on the web that you could see, look up, stuff like that. Well, no difference with Facebook. Facebook also now became a dating app didn't know how that happened what was it two years now right right but it's on there and so with that people start using facebook to like you see you see i'm saying people who you may know and they may have mutual friends of you oh i'm sending this person a friend request that person don't know you at all you know what they're gonna accept the next thing you know you see somebody slide in your dm hey how are you or they just so happen to see your profile because you're all in a different group somewhere uh the, the popular groups now what men with beards or something okay mm-hmm. so you pick that group and I, you see a young lady in there we know ladies don't have beards but they like beards so <laughs> now you got these guys they're dming this young lady and so now this young lady has about a hundred different dms or if not more trust me this happens daily some she may entertain some she may not depend on how the guy look I have a lot of female friends, and we're we're either coworkers or we we colleagues or people that I've you know been stationed with or whatever. And they tell me, you know, oh, I don't pay attention. That that's social media. That's that's social talk. You don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. And some of them, if uh, they feel like they want to be enlightened, they want to be entertained. They, let them talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, look what he said. And you know, and they showing me. So I'm like, oh, okay. So it's a game to them too. Oh, okay, cool. And mind you, and I'm telling you, I said, you know, the same thing he's sending to you. He probably cut pasting it and sending it to like twelve other different people. You know that, right? <laughs> you just so happen to respond. You know that, right? So and they had to think about it for a minute, like, oh. But I just think the influx of social media and the influx of OnlyFans. And mm. <laughs> so that kind of changed the whole game. Well, so, I think it's a couple of different things yeah. though that you yeah, mentioned I agree. that um 
Richard James, like you said something like you like to be direct and but you don't want to be interpreted as being aggressive. Well, and I don't want to think... let me not say not to cut you off. I don't want to say I don't want to say I don't want to come through as a, aggressive because that's just my personality. I am going to speak. I want I guess I want to say I don't want to come off as one of those as I'm gonna just be honest with you, thirsty. You know, like I like you. I like you. I want to pursue you. I want to date you. I, I and I want to move on from there. And and more more than likely, I'm dating someone older. You know, like 10, 15 years older. So their 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 style of dating is totally different than someone probably my age anyway. But I don't want to come off as you know, like oh my god, like every time I look up, she on my phone or she want to see me. You know, I don't know. I don't know if people like that anymore. I don't know if people are receptive of that anymore. So I, I, I sometimes I'll fall back because I can be, if I'm pursuing you, I can be like, hey, let's go plan and do this next weekend. Let's go to dinner tomorrow. Let's do this. I will, I will want us to do stuff, but I, I don't know. No, I get that. I, <clears throat> I just had a conversation with someone that... Um, they misinterpreted me being direct with me being aggressive. Mm. <clears throat> and that really kind of, it really, it threw my, it threw my flags up because I'm like, I wonder how many other men feel like when you're very intentional with your word choice, are you just straight to the point? If they, if it makes them feel like, like you said, like I'm overdoing it because right. I'm, I'm blunt or I'm to the point like I want to hang out with you, I want to see you, I want to spend time with you. Um, or it might even be flip of that, like, no, I don't like this, or I'm busy, or I'm tied up right now. But you just straight to the point. You're, you're not cutting. You're not. You're not beating around the bush. You're just saying right. what you want. You telling the person how you feel, and you going after what you want. And I think that sometimes. A lot of people may misinterpret somebody being direct and knowing what they want with like being aggressive or being worrisome right, or doing right, too right, much. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Well, I have a I have someone I have my eye on, and um, just put it like that because I'm because people out there be try to be all in my business. But uh, the the gentleman is older, and yeah, when you say I, older, when you say older, like how old? I'm 34. Uh, 40, 45 plus, I'll say. So what, 10 years, 12 years older than me. Mm. Um, and Mark, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I know the, again, the older gentlemen, you are, you know, you, you, you've experienced life. You've had life. Right. You've, you've done things. You, you are, um, you are seasoned in many ways. I mean, you're still learning because life teaches you something every day, but you are also in your own ways. So, you are how you are, but uh -huh. um, of course, older gentlemen are not. You know, they're not on the phone all day. You know, we'll talk. Let's say what we got to do. If if we do want to have a conversation, we're gonna talk. But they're not checking text messages all day. Like we gonna say what we need to say, or let's meet up and see each other in person. Right. So, <laughs> so you, I say so all correct. that. I say all that to say I'll send a message or I'll call. And then I don't get an immediate response. Well, then with me, my me personally, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm so used to I, I, an immediate response or you saying something or responding right back to me. It makes me be like, oh, okay, you interested. Well, see now 
I don't get that immediate response. And it'd be, a, a, it'd be a true, look, I ain't even have my phone on me. Like, I was asleep. I've been working. I'm not even in my phone like that. And I'm like, okay, that I understand that because you don't have it like that. But when we are in person, I've asked. I'm like, you know, we we both been pursuing each other. And it comes out that they enjoy, you know, me pursuing them or they enjoy the attention. They So I guess in my mind, when we're not face to face, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm overdoing it and they're getting tired. But then when we get in person, it's nothing but sniggles and giggles and we we all good. I guess it's just how the communication is. You know, it's a different type of thing now. It is you know? because we're not really, men. Some we're not really into texting. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of women are, uh, especially younger women, you know, into the texting. If we can talk on the phone and you know, we talk, uh, I think the days of talking for two or three hours over the phone, you know, mm-hmm. talking all night. I think them days are over. Mm-hmm, uh, I really mm-hmm. don't really hear a lot of people doing that now. Like, if we could do all that, we could beat up. Right. Unless, like, right. you're in a long-distance right. relationship, you know, something like that. But I think uh, those days are long gone. I think that just with the generation, the generation, you know, everything now is social media. So everything mm-hmm. is, you know, the texting. And you really don't see people talking on the phone for, like, two hours, three hours anymore. Well, I'm going to have to adjust it. I'm going to have to stop going straight to a text message and maybe just pick up the phone and say what I need to say really quickly. You know, however I need to say it and then wait until we meet up because, you know, I have to understand that he's not going to look at his phone as quick as I possibly would. And I I get that and it's okay. But I said that to say is when I don't get a message back, you know, immediately I get. I kind of say I get on the fence. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, maybe he's not feeling me. Maybe I'm being worse. I go straight to that. Back to your point, Toya. So that's why I was like, I need to um, understand. You have to understand who you're dealing with. So I was like, okay, maybe it's not what I'm thinking it is. It's just that's not what they used to, you know. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you feel as though relationships now are what I call microwave? Everything is quick now. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, so, everything I'm, was like I'm so time, glad like, you said before that. you even went out on the first date. You talked on the phone for like two weeks. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So I am so glad you said that. It is microwave. My, I have always that my dating strategies is is for real dating strategies. Like you go through the steps. You all right. talk. Um, you talk, and that's you showing interest. You probably have flirted for a minute. You know, no one has passed off and then, okay, somebody finally did. We got on the phone. But as you said, Mark, yeah, you used to talk two, three weeks before you even met up. But I go through those stages like we talking, we seeing if we are really interested in each other. Then you go to the dating where you're dating. Y'all might hang out, you know, and you might still have other people that you're interested in. And then you date exclusively. Like you go through the steps. I do feel like everything microwave right today. Yeah. You know, we exchange the numbers. We meet up, we go on a date, you may have sex, you may not. Next thing you know, we're dating, we're talking, oh, and now we go together. I do. I really feel like yeah. we're, and then like, And for young ladies, because I have a daughter and I have four sisters, you know, there's concerns, security reasons, you know. Yeah. I just met you. You shouldn't be coming to my house. I just met you. Like, give it a time. Like, let me get to know you. And then yeah. when I first date, I'll meet you somewhere. Where do you want me to meet you at? I got to get that comfortable vibe. Like, let me get that. Well, I'm comfortable with you. Then let's go for a second date or third date. Let's go on from there. Does that make sense? 
Mark, you making a lot of sense. You know what? I'm gonna have to have you back. I'm gonna have to call you on the side because like everything <laughs> that you just set up here and told me, <laughs> or what you're saying, is exactly how that situation that I'm talking about is playing out. So now I'm understanding. Like this is because this is how you know you were raised, or this is how it used to be done, right. and things like that. So you are helping me honestly through this process. I really greatly appreciate well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I think I would have to agree, Mark. I mean, I'm a, I'm someone that is more of a traditional type dater, so it's gonna take a minute before you can come over my house. Right. Um, we gonna have to talk, and we gonna have to. We gonna have to kind of. I gotta feel. I gotta feel like I'm. I, I gotta feel your vibe before I'm giving up any coochie. Like, <laughs> and then from there, like, it's it's like I like to take my time because I'm someone that feels like I don't really know you until I've seen you angry. I've seen you frustrated. I've seen you happy. Yes. I've, under, I've seen you under stress. Like, you know I where that came you. from? I'm gonna tell you. And I'm sorry to cut you off, but. I have, there's a friend of mine. I have a friend. He's a pastor. He he's out of Miami, Florida. His name is Bishop Kelvin Williams, and he preached one Sunday. He said, "In this day of time, you got to see a person in all five of their seasons." Mm. And the first time I was listening to him, I said, "Was well, only four seasons in a year?" Because he, I wasn't paying attention, and he mm. began with what you just said. <laughs> all those things. I need to know how you are when you broke. When you ain't got no yeah. money, so when people ain't got no money, they act funny. You know, they angry. They yeah, yeah, I need yeah. To know yeah. How you are when stuff ain't going your way, I need to know how you are when when you under stress. I need to, these are things I need to know. I need to know when you on top. Because when people on top, they forget about the people that's at the bottom that not help them get them. I need to yeah. know. So, like you know, that's why I take time. And this remind me so much of a friend of mine. I won't name her name, but she just loves to date. And she loves to marry. She'll go on these websites like uh Christian Mingle. What's what's another one? Uh any pick any dating site. She picked and she uh plenty of fish, what whatever. She was telling me about <laughs> all of them. And she go and she meet these guys and she talked to them on the phone with me. And they already talking about looking for rings and so I said, you just met him yesterday. It's instant gratification. It says, you make me feel good right now. Like, it sounds really good right but now. But you just it's met cool him yesterday. Right Why are you looking yeah. for rings and you just met right. him yesterday? <laughs> yesterday. Exactly. She wants the title. Thank and she doesn't you. really it. want what comes with a marriage. And a lot of Thank people really miss, or even a relationship. I think people misinterpret what it's really about. Again, when it's feel good, it's like I want this all the time. But the marriage and the relationship is not always feel good, which is why you see a lot of people separate or situations don't last long. Because it's real talk of what was feeling good at the moment, but when life gets real or the situation right. is tested, you don't really have no foundation to stand on. Well, they right. don't want to do the work. The people don't want no. to do the work. No, they want stuff already done. Remember, this is microwave. It's microwave, right? Yeah. They want it already made. Like, ain't no effort. There's Make, effort. Microwave is not good for you anyway. You know what I'm saying? You exactly. need to put it in the air fryer or the oven in the first place. But they don't Did want to. Did you say the air fryer? <laughs> That's even worse, friend. You well, you're right. Air you're right. Shit. Air fryers wasn't my, even there. So let me take the air fryer was, out. You need to put my it in the oven. But that, right. you don't want to do the work. 
they do not want to they see they see it is glamorous let me try it like as you they want what it looks like they don't really want what it is they just want what it looks like to everybody else and that's why i appreciate and i'm using this for an example but it's a perfect example i appreciate my grandmama and great grandmama because mm-hmm. when any in the kitchen when they were cooked they were prepping mm-hmm. before they, they cooked. Time. They they time. Time. Yeah. And yeah. and it was and they, they taught time. you a certain way how to for you you know you cut them greens. Look, look yeah. for one. <laughs> look, look look for this. Uh-uh, yeah, don't cut them stems like that. Cut stems like this. But they, they were very precise in how things were. And go through them peas. Look at them peas. Look, yeah. you can tell you can tell which one is good ones and which one you don't, don't see cook that, that too fast. Anymore. That's yeah. something that my grandmama said a thousand times. Don't cook that too fast. You're cooking it too quick. Yeah. Turn it yeah. down and let it simmer. My so right. the season my, can get in it. My right. grandmother always said she can't stand nobody that's a fast cook. Because yes. you haven't taken the time to, you're supposed to be able to prep this over so many days. You're not supposed to have all this done. It's I don't. She said I don't like nobody that's no fast cook. Never have. Let it simmer a little bit. Let it <laughs> I'm just saying. A little bit. <laughs> so that's good. This is an interesting conversation. Okay. That is interesting. So it, do we feel like well, from everything that we have discussed, um, in today's world. <laughs> Do we feel? I I do feel like though there is guys out there that do feel like they are the catch because they don't they don't want to do the work they want the microwave or the world has, uh you know, added and transformed it into you know I'm 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 what you're supposed to have or this is what it's supposed to look like so everybody needs to have one of me you know. Listen, I literally just had this dude tell me not that long ago, like, you don't cook for me, you don't you don't wash my clothes, uh-uh. you don't give me money, uh-uh. you don't Whoa. you don't invite me over for sex and I'm like, You're not my nigga though. Like, why Uh-oh. would I do any of that? Excuse me, not my nigga, you're not my man, but why would I do any of that when it's supposed to be based it's like a physical situation or we just talking, but you already at an entitled place to where you like you not you you feel like you the kid. Yeah, but I think but Mark, see, you that's said another that problem I got. That's narcissist. Not right, narcissism. and that's another problem I got. These people, it's the entitlement for me. <laughs> I ain't never seen so many people feel so entitled. In Come all on. my life, mm-hmm. I think you did it right away. Mm-hmm. That's why, believe it or not, and I understand why now a lot of women and that like single. they don't want to date nobody. They don't want to. Mm-hmm. They don't really want to be like if you go out, you go out. If not, okay. And I understand mm-hmm. it's that the game just not changed so much. It, it ain't like how it used to be. It, mm-hmm. it really ain't where well, that that was. You had to be an interest. That was mm-hmm. an interest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no more. Now it's about what you got, what you mm-hmm. can do for me, what mm-hmm. I can do for you. What? what you so, mm-hmm. but right, and then, but I also see where a lot of people are kind of like they, they, they're not looking at the man; they're looking at what the man drives. They're mm-hmm. not looking instead of you looking at what the man drives. Look what drives the man. Mm-hmm. Now, people, no me personally, I got two Mercedes Benz in my yard. So, whatever it depends on what kind of Mercedes you got, because everybody can get a C three hundred. They only <laughs> like fourteen, fifteen, eighteen thousand dollars. Come on, so it ain't like that. That's expensive. You start up five fifty. You come on now, now everybody ain't got them. Everybody ain't got them. 
Everybody ain't got none. Come on. It's levels to this. It's levels to this. It is levels. You know what I'm talking about? So, and then, like, and, and I'm from Atlanta. So, when you see, you go down to Midtown and you see Candy Birds now, and mm-hmm. you know, you see people on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, you see Young Jock now, and you see the 2021 and 2022, the G Wagon, and you mm-hmm. see the, you see the Bentleys, and you see the, these colors are in season there. So now, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, not a problem. So it's levels to this. Trust me, they not in your certain people face that think like they the, yeah. So now you can't get that. So now when you come to the club and you see the regular people, well, you already look well. He ain't got nothing, so I ain't gonna. Uh, but that that's mean? the ones but that you don't know you though. got one. This exactly. man may have not only retirement fund, but got a full one k and got a good. He's just a hard working man. He's this man, he can own his own auto shop. You yeah. don't know because you ain't got a chance to get to meet him. You ain't got to get a chance just, to know. I'm so turned off by a flashy person. I, I, it's it's the people I feel like they go out of their way to be like. This is what I have. Look at right. me. Labels, name brand, mm-hmm. like those people are attached to those labels and what people associate that with. Yeah. But if you ever pay attention, wealthy people are not flashy. They are they not. They don't have a That's lot right. of jewels. They don't have a lot of name brand stuff. They're gonna be in a regular car. They not. They don't have to be in the spotlight. They're the ones that somewhere falling back, chilling, looking at the people that. Are spending all their money trying to look to keep up with the Joneses. Look, so let me tell you something. I just told somebody discreet. today. They're very discreet and private. Right. I just told somebody today. I said, "Hey, this gas is killing me. What are y'all doing? I got to get premium. I'm paying dollars, one hundred and fifteen dollars a tank. I said, I wish I had a kill. Yeah. <laughs> At least I can put thirty dollars in and keep moving. <laughs> Come on." Hey, it not got real now. Gas for me, five dollars and something. It not got real. Yeah, <laughs> this conversation done rolled by quick. We done been talking for like thirty-five minutes. It has, got but done. you know when it's a good conversation and it, yeah. it has valid points. You know, you never attract, you never track the time when you just authentically having a conversation. You just mm-hmm. speaking because it's been facts spoken on here, like. It's, re- I mean, and it's really good stuff to know. And again, it's coming from everybody's just experience. You know, their experiences Different of life. walks of life. Their yeah. walks right. of life. Yeah, I like but, it. I mean, I think it's interesting. I, what I took from it is, it depends upon the man who feels like they're the catch or not, and that you need to be a little, you need to be cautious when you're dealing with those types of people. Because it may have some underlying issues that's attached to it. Yeah. For me, in a relationship or a situationship or connection or however, whatever you want to call it nowadays, I think I should have just as much value as you, even mm-hmm. if it comes in different manners. Like, you might really be good at business, but I'm really good at educational stuff or... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we but, can, there's something we have that we're bringing to the table, table. that's sharpening right. each other I'm instead of being you to catch and and I'm just here because you chose me. But you yeah. always in a in a relationship, a situationship, a friendship, a business partnership, any type of ship, someone is going to always have some or do something 
that you may not be able to that may not be your skill that you may be better at it but in a relationship you both are bringing something to the table to the table to learn and grow from each other so we're both the catch five but at the end of the day the man knows yo my wife does this 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 and this amazingly and i know that i if i ever even try to do it i probably could and that's right she's my catch that's what puts her on this pedestal on top of everything else and vice versa but everybody's going to have something that they do better than the next person and if you are in that situation you're supposed to be learning from each other or learning from right you know picking up different type of stuff you're never going to always agree but you're always you're supposed to always be like yo my spouse, they do this amazingly. And that's why I put them up here. Oh, my spouse does it. So it's not it's not about the, oh, you just, you know, you got to have me. It's something that attracted me to you that made me be like, oh, yeah, that's it. You know, and so, but that's my opinion on it. If it's anything that I would want a young lady to take away from this podcast, other than to make sure they value themselves and they are the catch. But I want them to take this away with them as well. Never judge a book by its cover. Yeah, because what you may see may not be what is. You yeah. never know. Because remember, we don't know each other. You just coming up and you having to see me out. I having to see you out. We don't know each other. And mm-hmm. if we could get out of these philosophical uh, ways of thinking, they got to be uh, six foot eight. If you mm-hmm, four mm-hmm, foot nine, mm-hmm, lady, mm-hmm. why you want somebody six foot tall? That don't look good. <laughs> you look like that man child. They don't look good. Just somebody that's as short as you, and y'all just go on living y'all little tree house. No, <laughs> come on. I'm just being honest. Like that don't look good. Now, me personally, I like to date tall women. I always have. Okay. So every, everybody told me anyway. I'm only five seven. So everybody told me, not a problem. <laughs> I don't care. But you, you, here you are. If I'm taller than you, and I tell everybody, if I'm taller than you, you short. You short. <laughs> that's, that's the bottom line. That's it. You short. So here it is. Now you four foot nine, and you want somebody six foot one because they can pick you up. What? <laughs> you what you somebody picking you up for? Look, there's <laughs> reasons, Mark. That part right there. Yeah. But um, I, we thank you, though, Mark. We really appreciate it. Anytime you want to come back, we welcome you back. You have some knowledge and some gems over there, and you can teach a lot of people things, and we can learn from each other, so you're always welcome on Two Chicks. Oh, thank you. Podcast. Thank you. I love to come back. I would love to come back. I really enjoyed this. Yes, thank you. Um, before we get out of here, do uh, you have any last words? Oprah Didi, you want to tell the people where they can find you? I think I done got y'all my final words already, but y'all can follow me on Instagram at it's just Miss Wells. I greatly appreciate it. Mark, you want to tell the people one last time if you want anyone to, if they didn't catch you in the beginning, who you are and where they can follow you before we get out of here. Okay, again, my name is Mark Cephas. You can follow me on Instagram at Mark A. Cephas at Instagram.com. You can follow me on Facebook at Mark A. Cephas at Facebook.com. 
And again, thank you all for having me. I love thank you. We back. look forward to you to come back. And of course, this is your girl, Rachel J, the socialite. You can follow me on IG. It is Rachel J, the socialite. Enter all of my underscores because you know I love them. Um, as, as, and, and Facebook is Rachel A. Jones. Of course, Two Chicks and a Dick podcast on all platforms. So we thank you for tuning in to Two Chicks and a Dick podcast where a group of dope individuals talked about it. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Two Chicks and a Dick podcast and search the underscores for that. And every Saturday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, um, we come out with a new episode with a topic out of the topic chart. And on that note, we are going to say goodnight, folks. Good night. Good night. Two chicks in a dick, 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 two ch